Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt With Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years, and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses, and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator, and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com, reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithcasey.com. Thanks, y'all. Good morning, Hunt, Lift, Eat. We're back, day three. We got some new arrivals today. Pretty awesome. But uh, you guys, this place is amazing, and Hunt, Lift, Eat is absolutely killing it, I think, this weekend. Uh, you got me, Scotty Eisen. We got Gabriel Martinez here this, now. Finally, finally oh, showed up. The Wyoming killer. Yep, uh, yeah. Killer. That's what we're going to talk about today. We also got Garrett Carver back for for another day, right? Always. It's hard to stay away from this place. It is. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Uh, we're just talking hunting, talking about Colorado, talking about what we do, right? Um, Geez, everybody hears it. Like, well, you're in Wyoming, yeah. right? Cheyenne, Wyoming. Okay, which is how far from here? Two hours. About two hours. And then, uh, and then, Garrett, where are you at? I'm uh, just in Greeley, about an hour north of here as well. Yeah, nice. And then, uh, if I remember right, you were also hunting in a pretty similar area to where I was at here in Colorado earlier this year. So, kind of a little bit of a uh, locals only kind of group here. Yeah, maybe the trifecta. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, I love Colorado. I love everything about it. Um, I was born in Greeley, where you live. Yeah. Um, it's like my one claim to fame for Colorado. No, but I've spent a lot of time here. My family's here. Uh, my uncle's actually come today to come visit. So oh, you guys yeah. get to meet hell my yeah. uncle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, man, I love Colorado and, and, and this whole area in Wyoming and there's just so much hunting. Everybody wants to come out. Yeah. This is the West, right? Dude, the hunting out here is awesome. The opportunities are insane. I think I had a rough season this year, but I think I still had six tags in my pocket at one point between black bear, two different elk tags, deer tag, antelope tag. So didn't have the time to go try to fill any of them, but, uh, you know, the opportunities around if you, uh, if you go look for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are you putting in every year building preference points as a resident i mean there's certain tags you could probably buy over the counter of course right so my deer tag is almost in every other year kind of a tag okay. it's pretty much a one point draw every every other year and it, it's one of those units that i can kind of hunt from after my work day is over and everything like that it's real close to home um mm-hmm. but then elk wise i've just been stocking up points and buying the over the counter license because mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm thinking I'm going to do with points, but I don't, I don't know yet. We'll kind of keep an eye, keep an eye on it, ear to the ground, see what's going on. Um, what about you, Gabe? Are you putting in for uh, building preference points, or um, what, I mean, you do most of your hunting in Wyoming, or yeah, do you, yeah? Okay. I just hunt mainly in Wyoming. Uh, the only thing I really put in for is antelope because elk and deer I hunt general, mm. and same situation with Garrett. I hunt really close to town, which is mm-hmm. very fortunate. I can drive back and forth after work or on the weekends and stuff, but. Yeah, uh, I usually just hunt over the counter for deer and elk, and then I put in for antelope. So, mm-hmm. so how does that general tag work for Wyoming? I'm, 
I'm kind of, I mean, obviously non-resident. I think yeah. it's, I think it takes two points for us to even try to draw a general tag. Yeah, I think that's how it works. I mean, I couldn't tell you myself because as I've far never... as like a resident, at least, like, is it pretty much as simple as like just going to the store yeah. and just buying it over the counter? Go to Walmart, Sportsman's, Dude. go buy your tag and hit I'm the hills. Fucking out of Colorado, I'm moving, <laughs> moving to Wyoming <laughs> next year. Yeah, I wish we had a lot more public land, though. I mean, everything's pretty much landlocked, as you guys seen. It's it's okay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I hunt close to town. I hunt our lease. It's close. Yeah. This last year, I filled all three of my tags, elk, deer, and antelope. You shot a hell of an elk this year, too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, man. Yeah. Pretty good bull. An amazing bull. It was like, and it was like early on in the season, right? For, at least for me. Opening like when, day. I yeah, think it was it, opening it, it was second day of season. Second day of season. Yeah, and it was wow. like the, it was the first bull that like out of all of our hunt lift eat crowd, you know, all of our guys, like all of a sudden that thing hit a, hit our group. Yeah. I was like in disbelief. I'm like, Same. holy shit. <laughs> Same. So let's Gabe. talk. Yeah, Gabe. Let's talk a little bit about your hunting style in comparison to like here in Colorado. It's a lot of thick timber. So yeah. like we had the Mile High Notes game call guys on yesterday with us, and. They're all about call, 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 call. Kind of same thing as Corey Jacobson. They're looking for that elk that wants to play the game. I know you're a big fan of the spot and stock kind of thing. Is well, that is that like your bread and butter or I do that? Both. I mean, okay. If the elk aren't talking, then I'll spot and stock. And the same with deer. Yeah. Uh, but usually, I'll sit there and call, call, call okay. because where I'm hunting, it's it's big, but it isn't. And all around me is private, and okay. I have Colorado right next to me so when i'm in there i'm just screaming all day cow calling just something for something to come in yeah i mean i'm very fortunate where i'm at because these last couple years we've pulled some really great bulls Mm -hmm. good bucks and bucks i was gonna say because you shot a smoker buck too yeah that's that's three years in a row i killed a nice four point well, and you, all your buddies that you like, you guys were hunting with. I, I remember you posting a picture of a nice deer almost like every day for a week mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. you and all your guys. Your dad yeah. shot a nice bull and yeah. nice, nice deer this year too, if I remember right. Uh, so. My two buddies that are actually with me, I guided both of them on. One of them on one elk hunt. He killed an elk two years ago, and my buddy, that's with me as well. He killed a nice seven by seven. Nice. Uh, a couple of years ago, and this last year, he killed a nice five-pointer with his bow. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. For me and for all of our listeners, like, uh, are you hunting? Are you uh, bow hunting? Are you carrying rifle? You How are you? Uh, both. You're doing both? I hunt until my tag's filled. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. start off early season, which, like, the last two years, I've killed an elk with my bow, but I'm still trying to get that deer with my bow. It's so mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. Very tough. Yeah. Especially where I'm at. It's nothing but sagebrush and rocky and yeah. wide open. I mean, it's still a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Colorado hunt that I'm interested in talking to both of you about that's, uh, that's a deer hunt that once we get off this podcast, we need to discuss because I got some inside information from these guys. And it's an archery hunt, but I think if we're going to do it, that would be the, the hunt to do. So yeah. It's, a, it's an incredible unit, and it's an every-other-year draw on an archery tag. Oh, nice. So. Well, I'm intrigued. I'm always intrigued about learning, like, about new areas, you know? Because yeah. similar for me uh, with you, Gabe, is, like, I feel really fortunate that I have a spot to go to, Yeah. you know? It's uh, private land. It's my grandpa's ranch, you know? Yeah. He lives out there year-round, you know? We make it a family trip, and that's my honey's been, like, 
fully pretty much wrapped around family, yeah. you know, all the time. Same. Uh, my my grandpa, my uncles, uh, you know, I brought my son out, but my cousins show up. You know, it's a family thing, you yeah. know, and uh, but I feel really fortunate to have some some land to go to. So yeah. you know, when you when you get it, you just have to work with what you got, you yeah. know, and so um, and it's. It's just a great opportunity. Like, uh, my grandpa has 2,000 acres. How many acres are you hunting off of? I think about 2,000. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it sounds big. It's, it's, it's a lot, right? Yeah. It's a lot. Anybody would die to have a 2,000-acre ranch. Oh, absolutely. Me? I mean, it's amazing. It's but, not uh, all bread and butter, though. But it's not. You know, you're still limited to an extent yeah. on how you're going to hunt and where and what, where you're going to pressure on what, you know, what days and, and what, what time of day and you know it's really not a huge huge expansive area to be hunting like you can find on, yeah. on public land and that's that's the amazing part about public land right absolutely um and uh taking advantage of that public land when you get not when you find a good spot yeah. right yeah I don't oh know yeah if it's like the same situation for you but when we get there you'll know if there's anything there about eight o'clock in the morning yeah 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 you can almost tell if a day is basically wiped away yeah. in the first hour or two if, mm -hmm. if there's anything you around know, i don't stay limited to that area though like, if yeah. we're there and we don't see anything, we'll public land hunt everywhere that's yeah. around us until we find something. Oh, yeah, there's no hunting day that ever gets wasted, yeah. that's for sure. Absolutely, you know, and we we do the same thing. I mean, if we know, if it's just not happening, you know, you got to go find them, yeah, you know? Well, that's what you got to do. I can't stay put. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not good at it either. It's something oh, I have to, you have to, like, train yourself to do, uh -huh. to just be patient and sit and wait. I and, have and, like, zero of that. And... <laughs> Like some days I'm better than other days, you oh, know. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, sometimes I just want to get up and move, you yeah. know. But this—that was the story of my year this year. It was like every weekend, it was like let's let's pick a new camp spot that's mm -hmm. on a totally different side yeah. of the mountain. And yeah. like, finally, it was it was the third weekend when I finally got into elk. Up until then, I was getting spikes coming in, and that was it. Yeah. And then finally, it was like week three, kind of that like peak rut time frame. Man, dude, they just. I mean, it was, we couldn't get, a, get away from the bulls. I, I, I mean, we had, I had that other Hunt, Lift, Eat team member, um, Josh Day, come out. Mm -hmm. Dude, it was wild. I, I wasn't expecting to be able to kind of just like, it was kind of my first real show at a backcountry, like overnight, living off the backpack mm -hmm. and everything. And like, dude, I'm not going to go back. I, I can't go back. Yeah. I got. You're hooked. I, Tell us about that, because I want to know oh, what that was man. like, because I know. Uh, I've been, I've done a little bit of backpacking, but to commit and do because because that's what everybody wants to do, right? Yeah. I don't know about yeah. you, Gabe, but that's something I want to do. Yeah. Get out there, take. I don't, you know, I spent a lot of time in the field when I was in the Marines, so like I, I know what to anticipate, and that's why I love being outdoors anyway. Yeah. But to spend day a couple days out there, five days, seven days, whatever. I mean, guys, guys yeah. do it, you know, and to get an opportunity to do it, it was, and to be in it, it was and awesome. hearing it. I mean, you hear the calls in the background stuff. You're going to sleep, and there's elk trampling through your yeah. campsite. Dude. Dude, it was sick. <laughs> yes. it, was, um, it was an experience, and I, my biggest my biggest advice for somebody that wants to do that, pick a weekend and just do a shorty. Mm -hmm. Go mm -hmm. up Friday night, camp in the truck that night, head out Saturday, do one overnighter, and then come back. Mm-hmm. At least get a feel for it, and then from there you can add more days, whatever. And yeah. I mean that it, it literally changed the whole way that I'm going to hunt from now on. Because mm -hmm. um, it it was just an incredible experience. And then I I got one of the best pictures I could have ever taken of um, the mountain that I buried my dad on. Wow! At sunset, I came around this corner. I had just lost the bull that I had been bugling with all afternoon, but it was like. I couldn't have cared less about that bowl at that point. I mm -hmm. looked off into the distance and 
from one mountain peak to another it was the most incredible experience I ever had. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, okay, I've, I've found where God's at and I, I think I need to, I need to be in this area. This is, it has to happen like this from now on. Dude, I love that. I mean, that's an amazing, that's amazing. Dude. It was awesome. I love that. It's super symbolic to what the outdoors is to, yeah. to, to us and our families, you know, and tradition, you know, honor, it, and yeah, everything. Yeah. Our time here is short, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, got to enjoy you. We were talking about family. You got to enjoy the time you have with them, you yeah. know, and, uh, the time, you know, whether it's, that doesn't have to be hunting, but whatever you do with your, with your family, you know, and, to enjoy those times and when when you are out like in the wild you know no week in the wild you know we're yeah. we, we're getting out there yeah. Oh, yeah. it's different when you're out there that's like that's real that's the real world oh yeah. you know it's not none of this consequences are real out there mm-hmm. i mean you know like nothing bad happened while we were out there with me and josh but there was definitely one or two instances where we were like okay one misstep and this could have been a totally different ball game yeah. that's a broken mm-hmm. femur that's a wow. you know like yeah. scary just weird like weird stuff like year before last i got chased off a little hill by a moose that i ended up falling 30 feet and fucking my bow up pretty good oh damn like, wow just wrong place wrong time but i mean it's everything in the woods happens so damn fast yep yep it's like last season for me i stepped on a couple of rattlesnakes walking through the brush dude yeah that's scary you gotta be careful on that stuff yeah mm-hmm. right on top of him there's a tiny little baby rattle those are the dangerous yeah. ones too yeah yeah um, I was talking to a guy, another hunter in California, and uh, he was telling me a crazy story. I'll, I guess I'll just tell it real quick. But uh, he was out hunting out in, 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 in the public land. And it gets steep out there, and it's hot, and, uh, you know, you have to have a lot of water. The, um, you know, the hills get uh, really dry, and um, it's tough hunting. Yeah. Anyway, he was, uh, I think he shot a buck, and it ended up down in, down in the bottom of uh, this ravine. And he went down there, and he recovered it, and he looked not 10 feet away, and there was a hand coming out of the ground. What the hell? And what it was, it was a guy who was out hunting or hiking. I don't know if that part would have been confirmed necessarily, Yeah. but he took a tumble, and he fell down and went missing. Nobody knew where he was, and he'd been gone for like 10 years. That's no, no, that's days. not right. A couple years. It was three years, I think. Two, two years, or I don't yeah. know. Maybe I don't have all the details right, but I know it happened. Yeah. And uh, it's scary out there. You got to be careful. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like you don't. And, you never and, know what and, could happen. And man. you got to have a buddy system, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you're out there by yourself, it can be so sketch. An, an investment I made this year was uh, one of those Garmin inreaches. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've I, seen those. Dude. If nothing else, like just checking in with the old lady at night, like, mm-hmm. hey, love you, whatever. I'm still safe. Like, yeah. don't send the scout team yet, because uh, we're, yeah. we're we're okay. But yeah. in the case of an emergency, though, too, like, we're ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. I, especially nowadays, like, I don't know, man. It's you can't be too safe. Like, yeah, no. And, and I I like to solo hunt a lot. Like the, the backcountry excursions after that weekend with Josh. The mm-hmm. next two weekends I went back out. Yeah. And that's I was where by, the real I was completely magic by is, myself. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping in. I didn't even take a tent that last weekend. Really? I just was out under the stars. Dude, and was, I love that. It was awesome. Dude. That is awesome. I fucking loved it. And, yeah. But that's. I mean, that's another another one of those moments. If you're by yourself, you got to have. You got to be dialed into what's yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, well, one thing I want to know about about your bull, I want you to tell you the story of how that big you got that big bull on the ground. Uh, tell us all about it. All right. 
So September 1st, I can't remember if it was a Thursday or not. I don't know. But I went out to camp that night. Yeah, I was. Took my, my camp route, set up camp, and uh, thought to myself, all right, I'm going to go out for an evening hunt, see if I can see anything. So I went out, started hiking around, glassing, and uh, I was looking up on this ridge across from me, and I spotted some bucks, and I spotted a really nice four-point buck. Well, I knew... <laughs> I love that. How amazing is that? Caleb's it never, over here starting a it, war with the other It never guy. gets old, and that that was that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to start a, a, a bugling war. Today. Oh yeah, with it's my high notes game calls, yep. boys. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're doing a bugling competition later today too. I think it's a. I think that was already there earlier this morning. Yeah, I missed Actually, that. I don't know. I feel like we would have heard something about oh. that. Anyway. Might have been a few bugles blowing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, where was I at? A uh, real nice four-point buck that okay. you saw as yeah. you were looking yeah. on the other ridge. Uh, spotted that buck, and it was about, it was getting late. I spotted him, and he was with, like, four or five other deer. And I made a plan. I watched him, put him to bed, and uh, my buddies came out that evening and were watching him with me. So I told him, let's come back here in the morning and make a, make a plan so I can come out here and try to kill him. So get back to camp night goes on whatever we go back the next day and I'm looking for that deer and i couldn't find him anywhere i was picking apart everything by this time it was like 10 o'clock mm. i was like man let's just go back to camp whatever and my buddy looks at me and he says i think i see an elk ass sticking out in the trees so i pulled out the spotter and it was it was a spike so i was sitting there watching him for a while watching everything he did started feeding and then next thing you know another elk popped out i said all right some more elk well I'm sitting there glassing those two elk for about 20 minutes, I'd say, and I'm looking at this tree that's right next to him, and I could just see like what it looked like the outline of a rat. Oh my gosh. Man, it looks like an elk. I'm just sitting there with my spotter looking and looking, because he was tucked back in between them trees. Mm -hmm. So finally, I see his ear flicker. Like, that's a big bull. Mm -hmm. I told my friends, you guys stay here. I'm going to work my way up across the canyon, and I'm going to try to get my wind right because the wind was blowing left to right in front of us, and it was perfect. So I go down with my bow. And how far is he right now from you? Uh, he's about 600 yards. Okay. So he goes. I go down, go up the other side, get my wind right, and I could see more elk with him that I couldn't see before. I was like, this is going to be a tough mm. fucking situation. So I keep moving in. I take my pack off. I take my boots off. By this time, I'm about 80 yards away. Mm. And finally, I creep over this hill where there's a perfect thing of sagebrush in front of me, and I could see his tips. And I was like, that's when my adrenaline started kicking in. Yeah. And by that time, it was about noon. So I'm sitting there watching him forever, and then I see a bull that's in next to him, bedded down, stand up, and I didn't see and that wind swirled and hit him, and he was staring at me for, it felt like an hour, but it had only been like six minutes. Uh. Well, he's sitting there staring at me, staring at me. I was like, it's over. These, these bulls are going to blow out. Well, another bull popped out in front of my bulls in the tree, popped up and started walking towards him, and they both put their heads down and started sparring. Oh, my gosh. Like, so Thank sick. God. So I was sitting right there, in front of you. Right in front of me. 80 yards? It was this time it was 60 where they 60, were at. Okay, okay. My bull was 40. He was right beneath me. So I'm looking at them bulls fighting, and it gets my elk's attention. And by this time, I had told my buddies to do anything, to bugle, cow call, but it was just so early in the season. Mm -hmm. He just let off little bugles in his bed, but that was it. But those two bulls fighting got his attention. He stood up, shook himself off. I remember getting my rangefinder in range in 42. So 
as soon as he like he was feeding away from me, but then he turned, and that's when I drew my bow and stood up. And he got caught a glimpse of me, but I already had a perfect shot, and I just mm. squeezed and released. Wow! It just the loudest smack, Dude. sunk in him, and he just took off. Hell and I yeah! I, I, I lost love it. Inside of him, took off. My buddies are up on the hill, throwing their fists. Oh up. my yeah. gosh! I get awesome. on the phone. I call him. I said, "Where did they, Where did he go?" They're like, "He went to your right." So I wait for them to get to me because I just didn't want to bump him. Yeah. We're looking for maybe 20 minutes. It's like, dude, I swore I smoked him, like, right mm -hmm. in the vitals. He has to be somewhere right here. Because where I hit him, there was blood, but then it started getting patchy everywhere. Well, my buddy said, he comes down, he's like, no, I don't know, this tree looks familiar over here. He's walking around, I'm sitting there stressing out. This is the yeah. biggest bull I've ever yeah. seen, I lost yeah. him. Well, he's like, oh, I found him. I was like, oh my God, we ran over there. And oh, just dude. the side of him, just laying down. The oh rat. my God. I was like, this is the biggest bull I'll probably ever kill in my life. So that's awesome. That's <laughs> so yards, cool. 42 yards, dude. Smoking. That's sick. Yeah. It gave me goosebumps hearing the, you know, hearing know, all about dude. it, you know, because oh, I, man. I've only shot a pig with my bow. Yeah. And it went, it, it was like all second nature. Everything clicked in that moment, and you know, you barely remember it, but you remember what it felt like, you yeah. know, and what the you heard and what you saw, you saw, yeah. you know, and uh, luckily for me, when, when after I heard this, everything that you heard, right, and then she ran up the hill, but I could, and it was early morning, and she was puffing out blood, so yeah. I could see like little pink mist coming out, and yeah. I knew it was good. Yeah. But that feeling when you, uh, you just don't know, you know, and your buddies are up on you're the hill, sick. and you're by yourself too, you know, and you're you just, sick. oh, it's tough. But that feeling when you find him and yeah. see him, especially oh, such a big bull laying down yeah. like that. There's oh nothing better than walking dude. up on that. Dude. <laughs> nothing better. It was so hot that day, man. It had to be 90 degrees. Wow. When we found him, there were flies all over him already. Really? So yeah. we had yeah. to hurry up and skin him and pack him out. It was an, ab it was an abnormally warm September for dude, us this year. Fun. I think we had that one weekend where it got just nasty cold, and that was like the second week of the season. Yeah. And that was it. After that, it was yeah. basically 80 degrees during the day and mm. maybe 50 at night. Yeah. Shit, that third week of season was when my buddy killed his bull when we were out there. And those out were fired up. Oh, mm. I mean, it was foggy out. And I'd cow call a couple times and just everywhere. And just the whole mountainside just light up. Uh, gosh, you know, we were, that's how we kind of introed into this, you know, but... I love that, you know, and Dude. I ha and you were just saying that you finally got a chance to go do it, and yeah. it was unbelievable. You're doing it. I've never done it, but like, that's why I love watching YouTube so much because I can just watch those yeah. videos, and I just like I feel like I've done it, but I've never done it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but to experience it on your, I mean, I've heard an elk bugle, of course, but like when they're hot and ready, you Dude, know, there's, it's. it's it's it, something wild about when that elk comes blowing through a bush and there's sticks and shit flying everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. is just beside himself yep. with fury. Mm -hmm. And that bugle just goes straight fucking through your soul. Yeah. And your adrenaline will just pump and pump and pump. And yeah. Pump. It's like time stops. Yep. It's insane. Yeah. I love that shit. I feel like I feel it now when I hear him out here. I know. I'm I keep hearing, like, oh. I keep hearing <laughs> Caleb and the boys going off back and forth and I got the hair on the back of my neck standing up. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Caleb, let out a bugle. Bugle. Let's hear your rip yeah. one. Let's hear your chuckle. We're gonna put him to the test. Yeah, you, you should be able to hear this folks. This is uh, We're sitting here the, looking at the his mass ginormous bull. Yeah, what, I think he said this is a three forty bear.
just called yeah. it. I think that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. I would give it an A. That's just me, though. I'd hunt with the guys. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I mean, again, we're still looking at his bowl here that's right over our heads, and uh, the I man know. can hunt. Yes, so. he can. can. This thing's uh, pretty impressive, and there was a guy that came by and was like, oh, is that the – did they just write an article about that bull in the uh, Colorado Bow Hunters Association? And sure enough, they it. did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or Caleb did, one of the two, because it's a pretty impressive bull, man. Dude, it's Caleb's special. got a, a couple of cool hunts lined up. He's going to Africa later this year, I've New Zealand that. next year. Really? I didn't yeah. know about New Zealand. We got to get Tajikistan for a Marco Polo hunt on oh. his list next. <laughs> With that guy, I wouldn't doubt it's not on his list already. I, me and him were talking about it yesterday, and I think we're both going to forego retirement <laughs> for that yeah. as an option instead because yeah. I think that's like a $60,000 hunt. Sixty? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I think if you throw an Ibex in with Marco Polo, yeah. it's like 60 grand. Got to have some fat pockets for that. Kind of yeah. Stuff. Like or I, you're not going to retire, either no, one. <laughs> Just credit card after credit card no. get wind up. Mm -hmm. Like, I really want to go to Alaska. I know you can DIY it. I'm trying to educate myself yeah. on it, you yeah. know, and how it works and stuff. And, of course, there's outfitters and stuff that will get you out there. And, but no doubt, it is a pretty penny. It's not cheap, man. <laughs> Starting to look at all these out-of-state hunts and everything like that. The budgeting is going to have yeah. to get sorted out for sure. Yeah, well, take advantage of what you have in your backyard, yeah. you know, yep. as Absolutely. much as possible. And uh, when the opportunities come up, jump on them. And then I think for anybody that does hunt, you know, it's just a it's a process anyway. You got to oh, yeah. start somewhere. And then yep. once you kind of master your backyard, maybe, maybe start driving a little bit further. Well, it's yeah. that idea or jump of on a like plane uh, or whatever. you you. You want to be the guy hunting every year because the guy hunting every year is going to get the experience. Yeah. If you just are waiting until you get that magical tag, like the unit two or unit one tag here in Colorado, yeah. I mean, you're you're going to spend so many years just not hunting. Yeah. And just waiting. And just, yeah. You don't build skills like, man, you haven't, when you really haven't gotten the experience, why go, why go experience the top end if you don't know how to do it fully when we get there? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it takes away from the experience to do that, personally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree for sure. Um, well, again, most of my hunting has been with fa with family, yeah. you know? And so, and you hunt with your dad, right? Yeah, Is that my, right? my best friend. Is he with you? Is he Was he with you this year? It sounds like it was you and your buddies, but was he out there? Yeah. Year. He does an archery hunt. Yeah. So what I want to know what the response was from your dad when you send him a picture or walk home, bring, bring that Shit. big boy home. I mean, that's got to be like a proud dad too. moment right it's there. It's funny you say that because every year he's the very first person I call when I kill something. Of course. Dad, I got one on the ground. Nice. Hell yeah, I'll be out there soon. Oh, I love I'll that. I'll leave work right now. I'll go get the game cart. We'll drag him out. Hell yeah. Whatever. It's just, he's just my best friend, man. Just, I've seen him killing shit my whole life. Mm -hmm. Just watching him uh, grow and then now I'm kind of getting away from that. Mm-hmm. My son now. It's just a whole that's right. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. Dude, I'm excited for you to have yeah. that opportunity, and like, that's gonna be awesome. The next generation is yeah. coming. Yeah. yeah. The next generation of the Wyoming killers. I know. Yeah. I know. It's exciting <laughs> to think about, though. It is. Uh, I've got kids of my own, and it's it's just fun to just. I just like hanging out with them, yeah. you know, and doing yeah. what they like to do. And I know that they see how passionate I am about the things I love, you know, whether it be hunting or 
I mean, it's mostly hunting. And, and I do European mounts and, and play golf, you know? <laughs> that's what, I mean, golf is my other love, you know? Yeah. And yeah, my it sounds son's, like but, you, me, and Caleb need to get out. Well, I want to get out. It sounds like links. he's a pretty damn good golfer. I'm, I'm, but my I'm intimidated to golf with him, for the record. But. Well, but that's what I'm saying is, like, I got my son golfing. So I brought him out hunting. He likes it and stuff, but he loves golf. Yeah. And he loves golf like I love hunting, you know? And he gets, luckily because of his age, he gets to do it every day. Yeah. And he's gotten really good. Um, but it's just fun to see your kids uh, grow up and uh, be successful at what they're doing. And it's crazy It's crazy for me to say that because I'm kind of starting to see it in my own son. Wow, I am seeing it in my own son. And your dad, obviously, is seeing that in you yeah. when you bring all these big old freaking giants home. <laughs> <laughs> and you have you know? a kid now that you're yeah. like, that just, that was just what, like those last two weeks, right? Uh, he's so going to be three weeks old. Three weeks old, man. Congratulations. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's an exciting next chapter, and it's, I think, going to be, for hunting for you, it's going to be that much better. Fishing, camping, mm-hmm. sports. Yeah. Life just got a little bit sweeter. Yeah. No. I love it. And you can never be in trouble when you're the one taking the kid with you for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, hey, uh, I'm taking the boy fishing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom's never going to be upset by that. <laughs> I agree with that. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Definitely true. Definitely true. Well, I think it's awesome. I'm I'm happy we're all here. We're finally get a chance to yeah. meet each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously every everybody, most people listening know you know where we all uh, come from. We could just come from all over the place. Yeah, really, you know what I mean. And so this is a huge opportunity for us to kind of link up and meet each other face to face. And yeah, and we were talking great. about last. I mean, go ahead. I mean, you should. I mean, every all of these interactions that we've had together, it's like we're, we've known each other forever. Yeah. yeah, you know, like we were saying last night, it was almost like anticlimactic when we all got together of like. Oh hey, it's just fucking Scotty. Like, yeah, what's exactly. Up, dude? Like, <laughs> what's up, been talking to you like been talking to you for like a year now. Yeah, it's all I know. good, man. Exactly. Like, exactly. But it's but, good, man. I think this weekend was much needed for all of us mm-hmm. to get out and just definitely. Yeah. just kind of get used to each other a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it, and we just we're all hanging out, we're talking about hunting, and yeah. and, and, and just enjoying you know these uh, relationships, you know, and that's what's what's all about. That's what hunting's all about, and our group and uh, everything we're trying to do. I think is about just being good people. Absolutely. You know. So, cool guys. Well, I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll have to jump back on in a little bit. Yeah, we yeah. might need to wrap this up. We're getting a little lengthy and <laughs> long-winded here. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, uh, let's let's wrap this up. We'll uh, we'll be back shortly with uh, I, I think the lineup. There is a lineup today. Don't ask me who it is, but I know there's other people coming on. So I think so. We'll then, jump back I don't on know who it. Who it is? But uh, we'll see. <laughs> Can I get uh, Scotty to do some pull-ups now? Uh, I don't think so. I'm doing. I like doing the the, the dead hang. I, I, I don't do as many pull-ups <laughs> as I as I used so, to. Let's just say that. So for our listeners, we're doing a, uh, a pull-up and dead hang challenge here at the International Sportsman's Expo. It's been kind of a fucking hit. It's been entertaining to watch people do this. and I know I can't do very many pull-ups, but it's fun to see some of the people that can. Yeah, and amazingly, uh, uh, just doing a, a, a dead hang is very hard. Yeah. Uh, try to hang on as long as you can. Yesterday, we had a 50-year-old woman come in here pretty confident wearing a dress you wouldn't expect it i'm telling you you wouldn't expect it she got up there and hung she beat the the women's record and she beat the men's she record still, she still Is has she, the longest dead hang going into still today. the leader moving into it? day three 213 two, yeah two minutes and 13 seconds and uh it was impressive to see and it's impressive to see uh grown men try to do pull-ups yeah 
Uh, but it's fun to see people participating. Especially you know? when Bobby lotioned up the fucking bar, so now yeah. it's all slippery. Well, Bobby, <laughs> you're going to pack trying to act like that. <laughs> <laughs> His pack full of balloons. Oh, my, yeah, of course. <laughs> Bobby would do that. But Bobby's got to jump on the, use the stool to get up on the bar, though. Before, Where is Bobby? Yeah, he's wandering around here. Right on, guys. Let's we'll just rip on him some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it is, it's super fun to, uh, See all the people, man. There's so much people watching to do, and everybody's interested in, in our in our booth, I think. I think so. It looks good. It's yeah. the baddest booth here. Like, when I walk up, I'm like, I just look for this massive elk, and I find my way. But walking That's up, you can tell, for. like, you know, people are interested. And, uh, and you know, obviously the quality of our of the apparel is really good. And um, we got to get Chadwick up here yeah. in his shorts. we got to get Chadwick. Chadwick? <laughs> Chad. Chad, he's around. He is around, and, and but he's not here right now. Because if he was here right now, you would know he was here right now. <laughs> he's just doing Chad things. Yeah, God he's gonna knows where. he's gonna be wearing our, our shorts. He's the, the the best model for that, I think. No he's, doubt, he sports it pretty well. No he's doubt. Got some thick old thighs on him. Surprisingly, you think they might be thicker. <laughs> yeah, you would think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> They're very tan. Very tan legs. Yeah. Uh, All righty. Well, we should probably wrap this okay. up before we get too carried away here. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back. Um, always fun catching up with you boys yeah. with always. the headsets on. I know. I feel it's pretty professional. This is, a, this is a lot easier podcast being in person. Yeah, yeah. it really is. I was nervous as hell, but then when we started going, I was like, this is easy. Yeah, it's just like yeah. talking to friends. You finished your Modelo, and then you're ready to rock. <laughs> yeah. All righty, listeners. Thank you for checking in with us as always. We appreciate the hell out of you. We'll talk to you soon.